Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Jarcast episode 281. Today I'm joined by Reen. Hey. He's green to the show. He's he's a fresh-faced, porty-eyed newcomer of a Reen. <laughs> What's your little... Go on, give us a motto or something. I've been, I've been planning this. Go on. Reen keeps it clean. Ooh. Can we just restart the show already? I, I, I hate this. Reen keeps it clean. Okay. Good, and, after, um, good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Jar Media Podcast. This is the usual suspects. Um, yeah, Reen. JJA. Um, uh, uh, housekeeping. You can't like You can't intro it Pretend you're starting it And then just like abandon it And then just like expect me to do it Yeah Good afternoon, morning, evening or night Ladies and gentlemen And welcome to episode 281 Of the Jar Media Podcast I am Jamie today This is Reen Yesterday I'm Reen today No, yesterday Can we drop the Reen thing? We drop the Reen We have James We have tomorrow James Hello, we're the usual... Well, Reen's a bit of a fresh-faced, porty-eyed newcomer, but... Reen is Alex, if you haven't realised. Before no. before, before I get interrupted any further, I'd just like to thank the beautiful patro- pa- pa- Patreons over at patreon.com. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> for supporting the show, helping us... Well, not helping us, you know? Making it possible for us to be on audio services like um, our favourite Podbean... Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podreen, Podreen, all of them, all of them, but Podbean number one, SoundCloud number two, blah, blah, blah. How we doing? Just aching for one of these reasons. Yeah? Yeah. I what hate our commitment to the genuine cringe. I, I, I hate it. What do you it. mean? You're committed to doing something that is cringy and was funny. Like what? 200 what? What's cringy? Ago. You let's pretend to smoke. Let's pretend to smoke. Hehe. <laughs> it looks real to me. Yeah, it tastes real too. Well, let me let me have a bite. Yeah, grease me up, bro. <laughs> a bite. Okay, grease me up. Grease me up. Yeah, I quick. can't grease you up. Why not? Because um, it's irresponsible. What's irresponsible? I can't spread the rain. And also. James to get ash fucking everywhere. <laughs> 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 You're just going to discriminate yeah. against me and specifically me. Okay. Well, I can't with Jim either. Okay, no, I'm not enough. You can't with me. Because you're trying to quit these nasties. Okay, no, you light up, bruv. I won't even be tempted. Really? Yeah, light up, bruv. Just For grease real? me up after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Rena's playing with fire right now. I think Reen's, should... Reen's a bad influence. No, go on. No, no, I'm not talking. Okay. I'm upset. This episode is the upset cast. Yes, yeah, the upset. Episode. We're off to a terrible start. Our days have been terrible. This is going to be the terrible episode. The terrible episode. Terrible episode. Terrible episode. This is going to rival chaos. It's going to rival normal, and it's going to rival the the the, the one. It's going to be. A new level, a new low, a new plane of existence, a new D. There's 3D, there's 4D, we're going like 10D. This is a new level of like... A new level shit. of rain. How rain can you go? 
<clears throat> it's, it's too complicated, man. Yeah, can we just re like intro this of like a new show? We've done like twelve. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night. <laughs> no, that one was fine, right? No, 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 no. Just drop the range. It's too. It's too complex. <laughs> no, that was that was the part I was loving. It's just too much. What do you think? Good afternoon, morning, evening, tonight. We're tonight. Oh, we're bringing you the best news. We are, we are going in on EC, the EC conspiracy. There's more to this story than you know. There's more than you think. This is connected to everything. Everything. Your eyes are gonna open. Your middle head eye is gonna open once you've received the news of the EC. Alex Jones, he's gonna. He his game's over once he realizes the EC conspiracy. D E C conspiracy. I'm with you on that one. Come on, Rain. Hello. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we need some structure over here, man. We do. There's there's something about today's episode where I think it's there's too much chaos. Please, Jamie, stop touching my supple feet, please. You're gonna you're gonna mash the Vaseline. Are you ready to clean this rain? <laughs> you know, I'm starting to agree with James. This, this <laughs> rain thing is really making... It's throwing everything well, off. Who am it's, I then? I'm having oh, an identity crisis. No, no, I'm you're not. not. You're, you're, Alex, you're Alex IHE, okay? Nah. Oh, does not baby not want to be IHE anymore? No, no. No, it's like my Mr. Robot thing, right? You got the IHE character. You got the rain. Oh, so you've you got, got the... Randy. <laughs> You've got the one who's fascinated with time, but we'll spend like half hour doing shit. Ooh, no, that's house. a waste. Of, you're, if you're if you if you care about wasting time, taking no, a fucking half hour like, shit, I have is to wasting time. Sleeping is wasting time. Yeah, I have to. And don't, I find no, you don't. the things I have to do as a human, and pooing's one of them. And rushing pooing, forcing pooing, creating lesions on the the pooer is not what I'm all about. Lesions. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you simply just sleep less, you waste less time. Yeah, but your quality of life quickly goes. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> no, that's not true because society is so addicted to coffee that you won't notice a difference because you just pump yourself with more coffee. Like I sleep significantly less than you both, and my quality of life is if is greater. It generally is considered. It can be considered greater, and I drink By less who, coffee you? than you both. <laughs> yeah, by who? Do you consider it greater? No. <laughs> but you don't you drink the most coffee out of all of us? Okay, no. How many coffees? How many? On the you know addictions have been a, a, a consistent topic these last few mm. episodes. How much coffee are you drinking on a daily basis? I have three espressos. You f prick. Then. Oh my f god! <laughs> if everyone, no, 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 no this fish shit. Argy's get we're getting rid of Argy. We're putting him down. But he's actually the Boatman family doesn't even want him. Oh, oh, I'll have Argy. No, they don't. They don't want him. He's going to a farm. Fuck the pisser giveaway. If you want Argy, let us know. He might eat his own shit and be a fucking annoying dog. But he could be yours for the Did great. Did he actually song. change the angle? Yeah, no. Yeah, he, he, he sat to... on the corner. That damn dog. He just wants me to suffer. Yeah, he's, he's, his whole goal is to just annoy. Out of all the podcasts in all the world. What were we actually talking about? 
<laughs> and we were talking about coffee. We were talking yeah, about you... how many coffees a day, and I said, oh, three espressos, and then maybe after dinner, have a cup of glee. That's actually problematic, and you need yeah. to stop. Why? It's too much. It's too much. Really? Why? In fact, but the thing is, it's too much, and you've got to cut it all out. Mm. You need to swipe it out of your life. But I'm yeah. fine with it. Are you? Um, how bad has your sleep been recently? Pretty good. Oh, that's a lie. That's a that's a sugar coated lie. You've been going to bed at like four in the morning. That's yeah. That's what I've been wanting. I've been watching Star Wars movies and Disney Plus. Which one? Having a gay old time. Can't um, say that anymore. Sorry, having a grey old time. Better. Oh my God, when did that happen? Having a reen old time. I'll tell you which ones it was after we do housekeeping, which we're going to do now. Which is where we wrap up the conversations from the previous episode, address some of the comments, some of the controversial topics of the day, or of the week, or of the moment, or of the hour, or of the minute, uh -huh. or of the reen. Oh. Ah! <laughs> hey. <Yeah. laughs> Just like a diligent Hovercraft 37 did. Good uh -huh. evening, Jami. It is I, the Good jar evening. It is I, the Jarling that has been watching for 11 years. From what I remember, my journey from the Crisis 2 trailer to now went Man Man Boy Boy Man, IHE Old Jar, and then to Current Jar. I don't remember any of RNL, however. I went back and watched Fart Breakfast. I was hit with a faint whiff of nostalgia from seeing it, so maybe I did watch it back then as well. As a long-time viewer, I genuinely cannot pick between Normal and Curry. They represent very different times in the life of the channel and show the incredible dichotomy of chaos and control that are central to Jar as an entity. As Ying, Yin, is to Yang. Curry is to normal. Here's to another 11 years of pussy diarrhea about cringe. But I think I hate fart breakfast. Yeah, actually. I, I love the sound effects and all that stuff, but I hate me in fart breakfast. Have you Why not you make accepted? It? But it was so of its era. Have you not know? accepted that you were cringy? Is that why you don't... Like, no, because everyone that age is cringy. What, what do you mean? No, but like, it, the fact that it's like almost a masterpiece, you know? Just with a cut here, a... Uh, Let's no because there's like on quali with quality right. It starts with the absolute trash, and starts going up, and then at mediocre, there's a big dip, right? Right. So if it, in terms of quality, if your thing is perfectly mediocre, it's it it's equal to trash. No, not at all. It's true. It's not. Yeah, because Medi I, I was like, Elden Ring is a mediocre game, and I wouldn't consider that trash. And you go past mediocre. And it keeps going up, 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 and then you reach masterpiece. But just before masterpiece, there's a really thin bit, right? And in that bit, there's another dip that goes down to pretty much trash. You know? Mm. And then it's masterpiece, and okay, that's what, that's where Fart Breakfast sits. Where, what else sits there? Um, just me doing general. <clears throat> Dead Island. Dead Island. That island's not a masterpiece, though. Well, exactly. It's so close to being a masterpiece, but it just misses the mark. And no, becomes not, trash. not true at all. You just ruined your whole point by using and it. And that, that is the, a perfect example. How can you have an opinion? How oh, much I time did you put into it? Oh, the you achievements are broken. It, it, the achievements are broken, so it's not a masterpiece anymore. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, he was out here arguing that Dead Island's a masterpiece. No one, not no one. That, that's the point. That's the whole point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, Dead I'm saying, Island. No, but I'm you're saying, saying that it's close to it. Yeah. No, yes. no, 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 no. No, you're thinking about this too, too laterally, too rigidly, too ri rigidly. <laughs> I'm saying Fart Breakfast is as good as Dead Island, but they're both shit. But really good. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Fuck breakfast is better than Dead Island. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dead no, Island's no. a little bit better, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I, I hope there's some viewers who understand, like, the, the Dead Island appeal and the, the nostalgia that the original Dead Island has in a, a game that is a masterpiece, but is absolutely bollocks. Yeah. That might be one of the best games of the last, like, 10 years. The last 30 years. 30 years, yeah. It deserves a space in, like, a Hall of Fame, because it's like... It, it should be where Skyrim is. Yeah. No, you're talking bollocks. No, Skyrim is fucking worse than Dead Island. Well, Skyrim is worse than Dead Island. Yeah. No joke. It's too far. No. No, genuinely. That is my genuine opinion. You cannot tell me my opinion is wrong. But anyway, Fart Breakfast, I don't like it. It's really good. But, I don't know, man. Pretty... Uh, is there any video we did of that era that was could can be classed as a masterpiece? Batman. Yeah, Batman. No. Of all the videos, you pick that one. Well, which one will you pick then? Dubstep Parkour 2. <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't even... Oh, God, I, I missed that video. <clears throat> no, I would have to say it's Dubstep... Oh no, not does that far cool one. No, that's in the, the tr- that's not even in like the almost masterpiece. That's just shit. No. Um, I would probably say one of the um unboxing videos. Black Ops. The Black Ops mar- <laughs> unboxing <laughs> video. The Black Ops one is so good. It is a masterpiece. It doesn't go into trash. It's just <laughs> a, a masterpiece. <laughs> Yeah, because that, that was an instance of Moody James swinging into that perfect, like, in-between. Mm. Yeah, it's like the the, uh, the the circles. There is the perfect lineup yeah, yeah. of moody chaos <laughs> into... Was so, I really moody back then? You were moody because we kept trying to film you doing an unboxing. <laughs> so <laughs> you, like, reluctantly did it, and it ended up being the funniest one. It's cause no, that's where the best ones came from, like the Assassin's Creed one as well. No, that that was like let's let's make an actual really good one. Yeah, and it turned out really good. No, yeah, it no did, that it one did come out really good because it had the <laughs> the thing on the back yeah. of the box at the end. No, ah. but the 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 Black Ops unboxing was great because I the frustration I had that both of you came out in what I was talking about as this hyper ironic, uh, serious unboxing video. Honestly, it's one of the YouTube goal. It's like YouTube Rewind for the last like twenty years. Should be that video should be there. Just yeah, we were in the um, fake unboxings part of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that was our domain. For and a time. no, cons- <laughs> considering the garbage that was just the YouTube back then, think of all the big content creators. How garbage they were. That's when like Reply Girls were a big thing was around then. Yeah, unboxing videos of Reply Girls. But now we've just got reply guys on Twitter. True, which are even worse somehow. Yeah, like dudes, my um, my my unboxing video is better than you. Shut up! Thank you for watching for eleven years, though. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I I I think that person has a a power far exceeding anything we will ever be capable of. Speaking of power that cannot be matched and is just not capable of reaching, um. Did you guys see, watch, or hear the um, the Crazy Goblins cover? No. Did you actually not? I'm gonna have to play it for you guys. No, I don't. I, 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 Crazy Goblins might be one of the worst songs you've done. It's the worst Man Man Boy Boy song. It is. No, don't it's the, be, it's the don't worst be talking. Sh- 
No, Minion Supreme is so good, and you deleted the best, the best version of it. <laughs> I, no, I'm actually the be the version on Man Man Boy Boy Man is so bad. I think you should probably delete it out of embarrassment. <laughs> no, no, because the it's version with the laughing is funny as fuck. No man. Wait, why did it just go to Foo Fighters? That's annoying. Oh, better than Goblin. Now ready. <clears throat> okay, that's one, two. So, uh, Minion Supreme is uh, significantly <laughs> better in terms of your creative. No, that's actually a really good cover. Yeah. yeah. Mad props to the... Because normally covers aren't better than the original, but... Yeah. <laughs> Are you really going to throw that my way? Yeah, absolutely. Are you going to disagree? Well, no, but... <laughs> That's art right there. That's how art is made. Mm. Yeah, Iteration. Yeah. yeah, iteration, causation equals causality. Goblin water to survive. 
James really liked it, I could tell. <laughs> Appropriate way 4601 has this to say. Hello, Jar Media Posdact. This is not a question, but a story that I thought might interest you boys. I'm a father of one child who is in his infancy. He says words to his mother, but for some reason won't speak a peep to me. Each day I'd try something new in an attempt to get him to speak to me. And I was at my wit's end when I came to a final solution. I played for him the most recent episode of the Jar Media Posdact. About five minutes in, he spoke to me for the first time. He turned that shit off. <laughs> he said, Dada. Overjoyed, I urged him to continue. Yes, son? I babbled, tears rolling down from my eyes. He continued, finishing with, Dada, turn this shit off. <laughs> anyway, I threw it out and got a new one. <laughs> this one speaks just fine. Thanks, Jar. Yeah, don't try and lie to us. No. Speaking of lies, uh, last episode we were like, we're talking about like jarlings that leave comments that Jim especially doesn't believe. Rat technicians and all this. Yeah, there's not a rat technician. But a puffin said this. I genuinely am an animal technician. The only part of that was a lie is that I technically only work with mice. There are rats in my facility, but I don't do anything with them besides feeding them and making sure they're okay. Sorry for the deception. To make it up to you, if I ever finish this Morbius rat serum, I'll make sure Jar gets full credit. I'll, I'll only believe this this person when we get the Morbius serum. Um, isn't an animal technician, isn't that just you've got to take care of the animals that are being experimented on? Like, well, yeah, there was one more line. Also, James was kind of correct about it involving killing them. Sometimes. It's unfortunately the price you have to pay if you want stuff like vaccines chemotherapy, or Morbius serums. Well, fuck the, the, the therapy and that. Just focus on the Morbius serums. It will literally fix everything. I mean, yeah. That's what the movie was about. The movie everyone rushed out to go and see. Morbin time. Goose said this. Alex getting a taste of his own medicine with his Quindle annoyance. Now he knows how James feels every time he comes up with a new meme. I disagree with this. No, no. I absolutely disagree with this. Because whenever James disagrees with one of my memes, that's content. Quindle's not content. Quindle, it's anti-content. Quindle gets in the way of content. Exactly. Just like uh, Will D agreed with, saying, I'm with Alex on Quindle. Usually jar memes are way ahead of the curve of mainstream meme culture. Madagascar Eternals. But this is literally just a jar-themed reskin of the Graggle Simpsons meme. Lame. Graggle Simpsons? Oh, have, you not, have you not heard of that one? No. It's a meme from, like, years ago where someone, like, they did a drawing of a frame from The Simpsons with, like, a made-up character in it. No, I'm pretty sure, was it, was it oh, not right. an actual Simpsons joke? No. I thought The Simpsons, no. it was a Simpsons No, it was made thing. up. It's, it's not in the show. Oh, okay. Like, someone drew this frame, tried to sp spread rumors, like, trying to, um, what's that effect where, like, you think something was a certain way, but it actually yeah, wasn't yeah, doing yeah. that shit or whatever. The Mandela. Yeah, the Mandela effect. But he never was a thing, and it's like a whole meme now. And then a few months ago, it like popped up on TikTok, so then Zoomers start doing it. Um, Are you not a Zoomer? I mean, Alex is no. a baby boomer. I'm Alex a boomer. is just a boomer. Ooh, phone bad. Yeah. Don't get me started on phone bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, got to address this. Uh, Wilson TV says, You silly Willie's just up uploaded the Bear Bear merch ad to Spotify. I'm forced to stare into James's lovely eyes for 80 minutes. Have they become corrupted by the greedy pig idol they acquired? 
and now refuse us full episodes, just posting ads. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a uh, that was on me. Somehow I just uploaded to this the uh, Podbean or Spotify audio version. It was just an eight second bear bear ads. So it was just bye bear bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, totally not intentional. Doing doing. Um, and the last one to end this segment from Music Lover 2 while I understand why you guys would say that Corncast was the low point of Jar, at the time they were some of my favourite episodes the fact that you guys kept making episodes during that extremely shitty time made it all more bear bearable all the more bearable for all your listeners definitely means a lot thoughts? I'm glad I'm glad it 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 was something I still looked forward to at the end of the day, you know, especially with the the separation of all social interaction. Yeah, it was nice to still commune within a virtual church instead of a real one. The separation of goon and state. Yeah. James's little opinion of yours. Yeah, what's your little um, opinion of yours? Looking back, I think there was a few masterpiece moments in the corn era that would have, were. wouldn't have been possible if it was done in person. And I think it's a unique era of Jar, and it's one that had challenges, and it's one that defined us and helped us grow, which is what you have to look at corn and the wider COVID. Beep! Like goblin kind of challenges. Vid, vidco, vidco. The whole Vidco era, you've got to look at that as nothing more than improvement because it was a miserable time for everyone. So what, that What's Vidco? Can't say COVID, bro. Vidco. So you can blow it. Because, you know, YouTube oh, gets up stuff. I thought it was like VidCon. Oh, yeah, VidCon. We went to VidCon in 2018. People don't know because we were in disguise. We were the 579th Battalion of the, the Storm Cloopers. Squadron. <laughs> yeah, we were the Storm Cloopers that year in 2018. Yeah. We dressed up as um, Storm Vine Stars. Um, yeah. I was... um, I was Major Major Melson. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, COVID was a bad time and you, we are in a better place now as Jar as a result of Corncast and that's the only thing you can take from it. Plus, Alex pronounced him Mojave as Mojove is the funniest fucking shit in my life, and it fucks me up to this day. Don't know I've, why that got, one so, got you so bad. It was Mojave. He said Mojave. Because I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect to have I, to say And you Mojave. cut out, like, the, the 20 minutes of just me laughing, which is a shame. I'm pretty sure you cut the whole thing out, but... No, because people, they know it's there. Yeah, but I think you, 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 you left one scream laughing and then you just cut it. Really disappointing. Jim? We've got something to talk about. We've got a topic or two. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually bringing topics. Topic or glue. <laughs> um, we're talking about Obi-Wan the other week. Nice. I finished it. Oh, you did, did you? Yeah, I did. Any uh, final thoughts? Quite epic. Do you like when um, Hayden Christian goes, I'm Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah, man. I thought, you know what? This shit sucks. 
but it was cool seeing Obi Wan win. You know, mm. I don't know. The thing is that the boys <laughs> has been coming out at the same time, and I, I was like waiting for the boys to come out. Like, come Thursday, I'm getting like antsy. Like, mm. come on, I want to see it, sort of thing. And with Obi Wan, uh, I was sat there on a Thursday, like, oh, I want to watch the boys. It's like, oh yeah, Obi Wan comes out on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. so I can watch Obi Wan. And I was like. Oh. Can't really be bothered. <laughs> so you didn't interested. rate it overall. How do you think it compared to like Mandalorian or or Boba Worse Fett? The Mandalorian. It it just feels weird that I'm more excited to see, like by episode four. I I was more excited to see, the Mandalorian show up in Boba than I was seeing like Obi Wan on screen doing stuff. It, yeah. Yeah, the approach was a mess. Yeah. There was something off about it, something a bit yeah, wrong. Just the wrong feeling, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Wait, well, it, it didn't... While it was, like, airing each week, I was kind of, like, just like, what? what is it about this? Like, lots of it's fine, but lots of it's really, like, ridiculously not fine. Like, so bad that it's like, what? what are you actually doing? Yeah, <laughs> like when there's like an energy gate and there's like this whole scene of like we got to get through the energy gate and then when they cut to like a wide you can see like they could just go around it with ease yeah just dumb like shit like that where it's like what is this like is this trying to be like stupid Saturday morning cartoon level like yeah it's it guff summer it's, it's weird it's got an expensive cheap feeling like, you can see yeah. that money's been spent on it, but you can tell it's a TV show. But I didn't have that problem with The Mandalorian. No. Like, as far as production is no. concerned. Like, it didn't... It didn't... It didn't distract me like that. I guess my expectations were different. But that's what it all came down to. It's mm. like, the last like week or two, these articles have been coming out. Um, revealing all. Kind of explaining, at least to me, like, where this went wrong. And it's like, it's so infuriating to me. It's so blood boiling like the decisions they keep making over there and how they they just simply cannot see that forest for the trees they fucking are they can't do it they have no idea what they have on their hands they have no idea how to handle it mm-hmm. unless it is like just a random thing like mandalorian that's like largely detached yeah and even then they're like once it starts taking off they're like oh get luke in there get ahsoka in there get fucking every just, yeah, just fucking yeah, go crazy yeah. it's like man you don't know what you're doing. So what I'm referencing is like I've got this Collider ass collab right here. Obi-Wan Kenobi was almost a movie trilogy, reveals original writer. Um, Solo's lukewarm reception caused Disney to shelve the planned Obi-Wan Kenobi films. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Kenobi writer Stuart Beatty reveals the series reused the story treatment developed when the project was still slated to go to theaters in an interview for the direct. He also talks about how the scrapped Obi-Wan Kenobi film was initially planned as a trilogy, pointing out which plot points of the second scrapped movie could show up in a possible season two. Before becoming a series, Obi-Wan Kenobi was planned as a Star Wars spin-off theatrical film. However, after Solo's lukewarm reception, Disney decided to shelve the project. Once Disney Plus was in place and the Star Wars train started to move into new and exciting directions with the release of The Mandalorian, Obi-Wan Kenobi was also recycled into a series. Uh, BT was the first writer to work on the Kenobi project when it was still supposed to be a movie 
which led him to be credited as a writer for episodes 1, 2, and 3, and 6 of the series. As the writer explains, the show, created by director Deborah Chow, was based on his first story treatment, but he didn't work directly with the Disney Plus project. As he puts it, I wrote the film that they based the show on, so yeah, I spent like a year, year and a half working on it, and then when the decision was made not to do any more spin-off films after Solo came out, I left the project and went on to other things. Joby Harold, head writer, came on and took my scripts and turned them from two hours into six. So I did not work with them at all, I just got credit for the episodes because it was my stuff. Um, what's particularly interesting is that BT's scrapped Obi-Wan Kenobi film was actually planned as the first chapter of a trilogy, and BT says he already knew where to lead the Jedi Master in the following chapters of the spin-off. Um, and that just goes into like what he would have done with this trilogy or whatever. But that kind of reveals all. Um, mm. For whatever, every, every single lesson they could have learned from Solo, they took away the inverse like ideas. Like They attributed it to like, oh, people, they don't want these. And it's because we didn't do a deep fake young Harrison Ford, like creepy looking like yeah. robot. It's because we didn't do that. And I, get, I don't know. Like It's just so ridiculous to me. It's like, what, they, what do they want? What were they expecting? Um, I, I guess Marvel set a pretty bad precedent for them. A lot of their learnings... But they didn't even from... learn from that, because that was why, from the beginning, I was kind well, of yeah, like... The, you'd oh, expect them to have a plan. Yeah, like, yeah, they've got... At the top of the Disney um, umbrella, they got the Marvel shit, and you'd figure, oh, like, they've figured how to do this shit. So we'll just, like, yeah, copy the... that model and do it here. But they didn't do that. They just kind of shambled together some shit... <laughs> And then, like, are trying to do it now. Yeah. But I think the lesson they learned from their awful trilogy was, oh, we didn't do the Marvel shit with those three. So now we have to. Let's stick Darth Maul in Solo. Let's have Ahsoka and Luke and the Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Like, we just need everything to connect to everything. Otherwise, people won't be interested and there'll be no FOMO otherwise, you know? But it's not like when... The Force Awakens came out like the Marvel train wasn't already rolling. They yeah. really knew. I'm just so confused. I don't know, man. It doesn't make sense. But I, I just think that the idea of um, turning a movie into a TV show doesn't make any sense. Especially because a lot of the biggest problems with the show, stuff like the production and how like cheap a lot of it feels, would not be an issue in a movie. It wouldn't. Yeah. Because you know, whatever you have to say about Solo and Rogue One, the production's pretty immense on them, and they look great. Yeah. Um, aside from the weird CG deepfake stuff in Rogue One, that will, just always looks weird to me. Yeah, it looks bad. Um, Solo doesn't have that in the same way, but like 70-80% of that movie had to be reshot. So it's actually just an insane mess, and it's so frustrating. Because now it's like, oh, that's another one. That's another opportunity wasted. Yeah. And now you can't do yeah, this again. You can't you can't do just like a cool movie thing. Yeah, I think this as a movie could have been really good. Mm-hmm. Like the, but there was there was like stuff just crammed in. They were like filling it with Yeah, as soon as pointless. I saw it pointed out that it was like there were like two story beats. Princess Leia gets taken, Princess Leia gets saved, Princess Leia gets taken, Princess Leia gets saved. 
And that's like most of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With like the actual like capture scenes being embarrassing with so many just mm. like bad scenes. Yeah, and a bunch of the stories are like pretty pretty obvious the way they show it. Um there being like a kind of twist thing, a reveal, I'll say, with one of the villain characters. And it's like we've been like strung along for five episodes to find out what basically the first scene tells us. Yeah. Like in a movie that wouldn't be like a big deal. Uh-huh. Because it, it you'd hopefully, us along for like yeah. five hours now. Yeah, you'd hopefully like balance it a bit better, make it feel a bit more clean. Yeah, yeah. That that whole character's aspect is just like so unnecessary to me. Yeah, just feels there's just so much filler, so much fluff, so much just nonsense, so much silliness, and not in the yeah, way she, you require. She's almost totally pointless to the whole show. Yeah. And just like repetitive feeling and like just so yeah. unnecessary. Because if if that time had been given to a character that's given like loads of weight for some reason, like some of the rebel characters. Or Darth Vader. Or, or Darth Vader. Like the time could have been used better even with how much time they like extended it to. Yeah, I can't believe I'm feeling this way now where like the Star Wars stories have almost wound up being the the best things they've made out of, like, the pantheon of content they've released. The Star like, Wars stories? Be it Rogue One and Solo. Oh, right, yeah. Like, because I, yeah. I, I hadn't seen Solo since it came out. Mm-hmm. So I revisited it on Disney Plus, like, the other night in one of my 2am movie madness moments. It's just like... This is like a really good just action adventure movie. Like it, yeah. Like, and Rogue One. Like, I could sit and watch the climax of that movie just whenever. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Even you like it. What Rogue One? Rogue One. No, Rogue One is a fantastic movie from start to finish. Yeah, I I found the boring the uh, the movie a bit boring at the beginning. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have their problems. Like, I don't think like Solo's like perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they like fit the bill. They They got their set pieces, they got like fun characters, there's kind of stakes, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. Um, The music's really good in um, both of those, actually, especially in Solo, the music's really good. John Powell and um, Williams composed like the main theme and stuff. My question is, what does this set for the expectations for Andor? Well, Andor, like, I think is fine because it's, like, existing in a pocket that's not trying to recapture... Just the expectations are different. Andor? It's the one about... That's the next Star Wars show that's coming out. Yeah. About... Cassian Andor from Rogue One. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean, though. It's different. Like, the Obi-Wan show, that is, like, a core central character Mm -hmm. to the whole thing. That's the strangest thing because it feels like the Mandalorian got more love. I, I don't know if... Because this was in the works for so long, it was almost like a case of we've kind of put too much into it now to go back and we kind of need to just get it out. You know? It's so bizarre. It's just like to misuse Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. the guy has really not been given a chance. Yeah. It's such a yeah, shame. Supposedly he was quite upset when he found out it wasn't going to be like a movie anymore. Well, yeah. 
Because it, he he would have already agreed to do it at that point. Yeah. And then it's like... Well, it's like what John Boyega said. Like, I don't want to be Disney plus Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ewan McGregor got Disney plus Wow. Yeah. Because I feel like if they had gone through and committed to that movie idea, people would see that movie, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You just have to drop the teaser. Drop the teaser, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have the... Because the prequel love is at an all-time high. Yeah. And uh, And it's not like... It's not reminding people of the new shit in the same way. It's not connected to The Last Jedi. It's not connected to any of that. Mm Mm-hmm. So people would be like, I feel like people would have gone out to see that. Whereas Solo is more of a risk anyway. Yeah, because... And it was it was the year after The Last Jedi, the most controversial one. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but like, it, Ewan McGregor, that's a selling point. Like, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, even though like he was criticised a lot, it, shit's changed in mm-hmm. what, like 20 years. It'll be a huge deal. And also, going back to about the show, there's, surprise, surprise, a lightsaber fight, like, at the end. Mm. And I thought it, it was really frustrating. Because, like... Well, how it's executed, or...? Yeah. Because you could tell they were kind of going for, like, a prequel-style... Say what you will about the prequels, but... Like, that fight scene between Obi-Wan and Anakin... Fucking incredible. It's nuts. The first like, few minutes, I'll give you. Yeah. Yeah. They're actually when like when they're swinging fight. around and shit, I, whatever. <laughs> but when, when they're just, like, actually just When they're in dudes, that, like, room. Yeah, and they're swinging and stuff. Yeah. And just going absolutely insane. It's like a marvel to watch. Mm-hmm. You can't not be hooked to the screen. It's the choreography and... The music. It, and- the music and even, like, the way it's shot. It, it just looks amazing. And then this show, it's like in a dark, rocky place and the camera keeps cutting. And the the way they use the camera in this show, like normally it's not even something I pay attention yeah. to in in TV especially. But it... it the shaky cam stuff, it like looks the handheld really bad. stuff. Is... But it's, it's it, it looks like fake handheld. Mm-hmm. It looks like it was stationary and they've... Well, yeah, I was just wondering if that was... Something to try and hide how bad some of the visual effects are. Like yeah, when they're like throwing rocks around and stuff, it's like it looks TV quality mm. a lot of the time. Yeah, it's yeah. such a strange place where it sits. Like it, it's yeah. not right. Yeah, it's, so it's just frustrating in terms of that. But even stuff like um, when I rewatched Solo, the stuff that annoyed me before, it's still really annoying when Darth Maul, like, <laughs> he activates his lightsaber and stuff, and it's just, like, really annoying. Yeah, it looks... But him being there, I don't necessarily mind, because now I'm, like, I'm all up on the Star Wars lore. Uh-huh. That's what he was up to during that time. It was, like, being a crime lord. Right. <laughs> so that stuff's just, I'm just, like, fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's, like, such a fucking mess. Ugh. Yeah, and I'm sure because that movie didn't do very well, they're never going to follow through with that stuff. No. Because that's the thing. I was like, once the, the solo movie ended, was, and they like kind of tease whatever whatever mission that like Han gets in trouble with, with Jabba, whatever that is that he did for him, that was like tease for like, yeah, we, we got a job on Tatooine or whatever. Mm. That could have been fun. Yeah. We could have done something. Because it's just so fast moving, like it's like starts on like a chase scene with, with the cars, 
then yeah. next it's on to he's like a young um like empire soldier, soldier like in the war and he yeah. meets uh the other cowboy dude and then they do a heist and then mm -hmm. there's the other heist and it's just like it doesn't stop and it's like a fun action thing i'm that's i'm cool with that I'm cool. and they're like buddy stuff with han and chewie it works chewie's especially good in that movie mm -hmm. it's just yeah i remember being being totally fine with that film especially the uh the the robot sidekick character in that movie um i don't really care about the character that much but the actual like visual effects the actual visual effects the way they achieve that are like really impressive to me mm -hmm. it's like a, it's like the perfect mix of practical and cg and it looks so convincing and realistic yeah which is just the total inverse of obi-wan where it's like this is this is corny as hell a lot of the time. Yeah. It just looks straight up bad. <laughs> but like you'd, you'd think in in this world, we it would be the opposite. Mm -hmm. It'd be like Obi-Wan has the big high budget bombastic film. Han Solo gets a TV show with like some actor. Yeah. That I don't, like I, I've never seen that guy in anything else. Mm -hmm. He does like a bang up job, but yeah. And it's just so peculiar. And they, I think they messed up. And they're like, yeah, they inflate that budget to over 300 million because of reshoots. And then they're like, oh, it didn't make enough. Let's just put everything on its head and do everything different. So annoying. Mm -hmm. I think they, um, I, I'm, I'm just getting like random nuggets, flashbacks to the show. It ends with Obi-Wan beating Anakin again. Mm -hmm. With him calling him Darth. Yeah, spoiler alert. And then he just does the same thing that he did before. He just leaves him alive. Like this time adding another scar. Yeah. Slices his face. Yeah, but also he the whole show he's like actively trying to kill him, doing whatever dirty tactic he can, like turning his own people against him and stuff to kill him. And I don't I don't think they did a very good job of it being like like showing why he left him alive. He, mm -hmm. He's got no reason to, as far as the show shows. But that was even a problem back. What they have like two confrontations in the show. I think episode three, they have a showdown, and Darth Vader like holds him into the fire. Yeah, yeah. And burns him. Yeah. As like revenge. And then just lets him go. And then just lets him go. Within the same, he establishes the fight. Like he uses the force to like make this fire wall thing. Yeah, and then he can't walk through. And then it comes back, and then he just lets him go. It's just like, what? Obviously, that has to happen to stretch it out to be, like, a, a show. Yeah. Because maybe it would have yeah. been more exciting and made more sense if it was just, like, a fast, fast-moving movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so dumb. So annoying. And that's that, everybody. Hey, hey, Yeah, don't hey. watch it. Hey. Um, see you after these messages. Bye, Bear Bear. Bye, Bear Bear. I do declare, yeah. bye, Bear Bear. <laughs> bear Bear shirts and mug available now. Check the description below. <laughs> Fuck off, I'm hot. Well, take your shoes off. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night. Um, Jamie has tried to quit smoking. And he's con he's successful so far, 
but he refuses to, to get into the habit of taking his shoes off when he's in a house. He only had this habit because he was so used to smoking that it was convenient to keep his shoes on. If Jamie's not smoking anymore, from every logical step in someone's brain, it should be to take your shoes off. Helps break the habit. <laughs> Welcome to the second half of the cast where we answer questions from the community. If you want to leave your own questions for us to answer, head over to the subreddit where there's a suggestion thread where you can ask us whatever you feel like. Just like uh, Johnny Stevie did. Hey Mingers, I recently had a situation where I thought I was having a friendly jab at a friend, but they took it very badly. How do you guys know when you're pushing your jabs at each other too far, and how do you keep yourself in check? Especially James and Jamie as they like provoking each other. Cheers. We never provoke each other. Today might, might actually be the most provocative day. Like, yeah. When do you know you've gone too far? Um, um, when I say, James, please stop hitting me. That's when I know James has gone too far. Yeah, the same. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, quick breakdown of the no. interactions between me and James. James is... No. I, I'll, like, slap James's arm or leg or whatever. But ja James doesn't hold back. I do. No. <laughs> No, you don't. When do I ever go too far? Uh, like example, you go too far on yourself. You you almost lit your hair on fire again today. Yeah, I can attest to that. that that's not going too far on myself because I didn't actually do it. You're Could... thinking about doing it. It's going too far on yourself. Yeah. No, but I didn't think about doing it. This is the thing. I don't think. I do. Hmm. But how do you know when? How do I know when I've gone? How do you know? I don't. I don't think we ever go too far. Because it's like, oh no, you, this is the fourth time you've taken my glass of water and spilt it on the floor outside, and it's just like I'll just go get another one. Oh, you've taken my my freshly made espresso. I'll just go get another one. I just I've, I've adapted to your jabs. No, we've been jabbing each other pretty bad today. Well, you've been... You've not really been going for jabs. You've been left hooks, kicks. <laughs> That's not shit you're making. It is true. <laughs> Alex. Were you in the room? I'm not sure. But James full-on punched me in the arm. Okay, that was And then accident. continued to kick me in the <laughs> no. leg. Like, for just full force. No, that's not full force. I did kick you, but I think it was an accident. I didn't mean to <laughs> kick you. <laughs> this mm. is like... Jabbing's not really my style. I just... For me, the way I push it is by, like, being annoying. Oh, yeah, no, we both do that though. I yeah, think we all do I, that. I think uh, I think I annoy you much more than you annoy me. Okay, like give me an example. Like I, I'll breathe, in a certain way, and that bugs you. No, no, it doesn't. When do I ever get frustrated at your breathing? <laughs> <laughs> no, Alex is the the noise king. He's the one who does the noises that cause anger. When was the last time I did one that like, like genuinely annoyed you, like like real well annoyed you? I don't know. I don't think there's ever been a time like that. It's hard because it's like it's it's like the group chat. It's like a lot of it is fake, and the fact that it's like fake anger, it's fake, it's fake drama, it's fake jabs. Yeah, that's the thing. It's I think we're bad examples we are because it's almost like 
you you would never say something that would truly cut yeah. through so deep and like be yeah. so malicious. Like you you never have. No. And I like to think I I've never done that. So you've done it a lot, bro. I'm gonna go home and party. <laughs> No, it's just we've been friends for this long. I don't like we we've, yeah, we've and, got and the we, walls. We know where the lines are. I yeah, think. the lines were 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 cut it's... into the sand. Like when we were fifteen, and I pushed yeah. you in a river. Like that was a clear like <laughs> I'm just being a dick. And when I hit you on the head with a hat with the metal bit, like that was just yeah. be. And you made it obvious that I was being a twat. Yeah, surely that yeah. is that. Like in the in the question itself, it says they took it very badly. So whatever whatever you did to make them take it badly, that's yeah. too far. Yeah, yeah and you that's... know that from then on. Now you know it. And so like... It... So don't do that again, whatever you did. Yeah. And f from that thing, you can sort of figure out, oh, if I did this thing, it's not the same thing, mm. but it's like a neighboring thing. So I probably shouldn't do that either. Like, I think with, in a lot of ways, these type of things are kind of important to friend development you learn your friends yeah. limits by accidentally pushing them i would say it's just for every person like um we all often talk about how the way we interact with our mum is quite different mm. like yeah i i can easily see if you did <laughs> jamie's J what jamie does with no because i tried it once <laughs> Yeah. And it didn't go well. <laughs> I had to apologise to my mother and everything. It was the funniest thing, though. I'm so glad you did it. It was so fucking funny. Like, in the moment, it was, like, really fucking funny. And it is funny now, and now it's a funny story, at least. Yeah. I can't remember if we told it. No, but I, I didn't get to where I am with my mum without it being, like, normalised. Mm. My mum's always talked to me very differently to how she talks to you. Because mm. Alex is the little darling. Jamie's the little yeah, shit. Yeah, Alex is the blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy. I'm the the bald, short, short chubby one. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the uh, the family punching bag. <laughs> so, so at some point, you got to start punching back, otherwise you're just gonna be punched <laughs> for the rest of your life. Nah, that's, that's a mega exaggeration. No, like. I because I've I've always sort of pushed it more than you. Yeah, I'd say you you have like banter. Yeah, and to a degree, I I think my mum or our mum babied me more because I was like the the younger one. You were getting literally one. bullied by Alex. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe that did play into it. Like, so, so she always tried to like protect me. Mm. To. It's a, it's like a younger sibling thing. It's a yeah, common yeah. thing where it's like protective over the the younger ones. So I I I don't know. It was just like at some point you you just develop a silly relationship. Well, I I I chat like full on shit to her, mm -hmm. and she just chats shit back. Yeah, like yeah. when I, I was like standing between you two the other day when we were at your house, and it was just like. I'd never get away with this, like, level of banter. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I can't. Do you, does he not find that frustrating and annoying? No, no, because no, I, I did my test. I threw it out there. No, but also, was... I, I don't think she could get away with saying the things to me if she said them to you. No. Because you would interpret it differently, because you're not, like, used to it. It's, it's... Mm -hmm. I'd be like, why are you saying this to me? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, but it's, it's like... <laughs> You you have that with any 
relationship. And f- yeah. for me specifically, I find it quite difficult when you're first like getting to know someone to have that banter because you you've got no idea yeah. where their lines are. Yeah, exactly. Some people are more sensitive than others. Yeah, yeah. And I never want to push yeah. to a point where I really make someone uncomfortable. Some people will just like lay, lay into in. anyone. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's their personality. And, but I, I don't really agree with that. It makes you more like Marmite. If, if, that's, your, yeah. if, if that's your approach to every interaction, then you've got to accept that some people are not going to gel with that. A lot of people are not going to gel mm-hmm. with that. But the people that do, like, you're going to instantly, like, quickly, like, yeah, fast yeah. forward a lot of the, like, early mm. shit, you know? So I get it. I get both approaches, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. But I'm more like you. I'll do that. It's like j- just putting a little pinky in the, like, water, like, trying to well, figure yeah. out, like... What, what I normally do is just be the most, like, bland person. And then you sort of see how they interact with you. Mm-hmm. And you, you got to be a sponge. you got to well, be, like... And, and a mirror. You can uh-huh. like mirror how much people, like, give, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sven has this to say. Does Alex still eat for Joas? The candy from New Zealand that gave him a rush of memories after not eating them for years. Did you ever find any other foods that have the same effect? Every now and again I bolt by them. Because I gotta like import them because we can't get them here. Um, and then I eat like four bags in one sitting and I'm just like gooning on memories. Um, I love the, the goon, the goon in the Joel world now. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have like a... Uh, yeah. Memory food? Ham in pitters. Like a pitter, ham pitter. That sends me back to like, oh damn, life used to be so easy. Like luncheon meat, I guess, does it? Luncheon mm. meat? Like, you know, that, <laughs> that ham, ham that's like in, in a bear Spam. shape. No, no, you can get it in like behind the counter at like yeah. supermarkets. It's like a bear. Bear ham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you Mate, mean bear it's, ham? It's, it's like a teddy bear face, but ham. You know, you know. Oh, those yeah. ones. Yeah, they're, yeah, really they're, nice. they're disgusting. No, I, I've got one. Um, what? Lunchables. Yeah, Ooh, Lunchables. Yeah, yeah. Penguins. Baby Bell. Penguins. Wow. Baby Bell. Baby Bell. But I, I've had a Baby Bell somewhat recently, and it was like, was it as rubbery as you remember? Yeah, but less <laughs> intense than I remember. I remember it being very cheesy. Mm. It's because you gooned no, yourself they're probably like four. They're <laughs> yeah. probably zero point four percent cheese now. Yeah. Well, the 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 trick is they wrap it in wax to make you think. Oh, the wax is the outer bit. The whole thing is just wax. <laughs> it's like dairy wax. <laughs> Taking a the wax to to the eye is actually really painful. What? Someone threw one out my actually in my eye. <laughs> a baby bell. Yeah. The wax. The wax. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah when you, when you squish it, it, yeah, yeah, it becomes quite hard. Yeah, and I, got, I took one to the eye. Yeah, it's like a snowball with a fucking crazy. stone in it. Yeah. Mm. By a certain someone within our group. The baby bell. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But yeah, that's actually triggering a memory. And so is the snowball thing. Was it me? There was some like there were like some <laughs> chavs that would, they would take their bikes and like cycle as fast as possible if it, if it had been snowing. To a certain point um, in town where they knew people would be walking by this point. And they had this like fort almost. It was like these these walls that they got behind. And they'd like made all these snowballs with like stones in them. And were like just welting them at people. Like going by. And I know because I was on my bike 
and went flying past and they they tried to get me but missed because I was on my bike. Damn. Man. Yeah, no, sticking stones in snowballs is actually evil. Mm-hmm. Like, you're actual... Yeah. Like, clearly, I would say that people might react terribly, but I think you are... You have probably some mental shit going on if you're enjoying the pain you're inflicting on random fucking kids in school. Yeah. By putting stones in fucking snowballs. Yeah, just... A normal snowball, fine. Yeah, because it's just like, yeah, he's a bit hurt because you get hit in this decent yeah, yeah. But it but also depends how hard you compress the ball. Mm-hmm. They well, obviously, them they're, they're trying to make yeah. weapons over there, you know? Well, yeah. They see themselves in the trenches, like, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're trying oh, to... Let's throw this yeah. at this Fortnite fucking kid <laughs> making cry. Yeah, it's it's like... generational trauma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like generational just... snowballs. Yeah. Never got hit by one, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember ever getting. Yeah, but we were by bi- we were bicycle kids, so we'd just we'd be gone before anyone can get yeah. us. It's a risky strat, but <laughs> we we made it through. Pumpkin Pierre says, "Hey Joe, this is a question for Alex and Beast. Since they are brothers, though, I'm pretty sure James has sisters, so he has experience with this as well. I have a twin brother, and up until the age of maybe fourteen or fifteen, we absolutely despised each other." We would always fight over the stupidest things like laundry and purposefully try to make the other's day worse when we felt like it, deleting game files, stealing junk, etc. But at one point we just became best friends. Now I appreciate my brother more than I could ever imagine. He is literally the perfect friend since we both understand each other very well and have the same taste in movies and games since we grew up together. My question is, did the same thing happen between Slimer and Jamie? I'm guessing I'm Slimer in this. Was it different <laughs> no, because I'm Alex Slimer. was older? And how did Jordan fare against his sisters? I was literally abused by my sisters. It, cool. seems, it just seems like the story of every younger sibling. Yeah, you're, you're beaten the fuck up. You're tortured. for for You're psychologically tortured by the older sister or brother for their amusement. And they will absolutely get away with it. Yeah, and I don't know what the answer is. Fight back. No, I mean, like, you you literally can't. That's, do that's why... That's why it's happening yeah. in the first place. Well, yeah, because you are... Uh, it's an easy win. Yeah. It's a pathetic, easy victory. No, you've got to beat them. You've got to beat their mind games by being even worse. If they're, like, messing around and hiding your shit, just flush their shit down the toilet. No, but that's what Alex did. That's like the shit Alex would do to like I I remember oh, so having, he was already up the ante to a really fucked up level from the beginning. Yeah, it, because I I remember like throwing a a Lego figure of Alex's down the stairs, and then Alex got like a whole set of mine and threw it down the stairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's really fucked up because I would do that to your sets as well. Well, yeah, but that's that's when I was like fifteen and it was like a Lego set I got when I was like ten. Like it was annoying, but yeah. I mean whatever. You weren't gonna like. Being a strop because of it. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I, I know what James is like. He like idea in head to do thing. Time to do it. <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so it's like the underwear thing. Was that like a funny like fuck Jamie for his underwear? On no, the that wasn't supposed to be like a slight against Jim at all. It was more funny that having underwear on the roof was funny, <laughs> and I wasn't going to use mine, obviously. Well, yeah, so it was it was against me. <laughs> only like only you've... no because like I didn't like it I, I wasn't like in on it you know? <laughs> no, no. but it, but the main motivation was to just have the funny imagery of underwear stuck on roof yeah yeah that, that, that one is pretty funny that one's like totally harmless and yeah I don't know what it is 
because it, it was a similar age for us. Yeah. I mean, you you obviously would have been older, mm-hmm. given there's an age difference, but... Yeah, it was it, like around secondary school. Yeah. It's almost like a, in primary school, there's there's like no... There's nothing to fight against because it's all like smooth sailing, really. Mm. But obviously bullying and stuff happens in primary schools and you can have bad days or whatever. But it's like when you reach secondary school, at least in my experience, it's like this shit's hell on earth. (laughs) Yeah, like change is something else. (laughs) Yeah, like because weird, horrible kids go go to our primary school, especially the the kid. not so much in our year, I'd say, but the the years above were like really rough. What in um secondary school? Yeah, yeah, they were bad, like like seriously, mm-hmm. like movie shit bad. Yeah, like the stuff you're saying about with the snowballs, the stones, <laughs> and it's like th- these these kids are like nuts. Yeah, so I feel like that that's part of it. It's like well, we're we're in this. Horrible, torturous yeah. environment. We're in, yeah, we're we're in this environment together. We might as well like team up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing of like liking the same things, pretty much having the same taste in yeah. things. Yeah, and it's just a maturing thing. Yeah, but that's it. That that's what's interesting though is that we have younger cousins in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm twelve years older than the oldest one, and the, they have the same age difference. Um, they're both boys, mm-hmm. and they're kind of like an, a way more extreme version of us. It's weird, because they, yeah. like, instead of it kind of smoothing out once it got to secondary school, it seems like it's ramped up, even. Yeah, but in the inverse. Yeah. Where the younger ones seems to be the instigator of most. Yeah, they just, like, really don't get on. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is like the sporty kid with like the sport crowd and the other one likes art and there's just like conflict there yeah which is unfortunate Mm. yeah that can be uh... especially when they're getting like one of them's like I think you're 11 now I feel like it was like done by that like we weren't bickering the same way by then yeah I mean maybe the odd like yeah like frustrated sort of showdown but not like to the intensity of it, mm-hmm. what it was at certain points yeah but you with your sisters though james what how it is now or was it back then because it was well, surely there's a point because you're you're like on good standing with them you'll talk to them yeah we talk casual but you know, due to family difficulties the relationship is quite distant now but there's there's not much of a relationship at all Unfortunate, but that's just the way it's gone in my family. But we never really got along. It's like we don't share any of the same interests, and it's like. But I think that is just like a boy girl thing. And actually, you're not going to share the same, mm-hmm. same anything. But it's like a completely different relationship compared to you two. Mm. That's just the way it's gone in my family, though. So it's probably my my the abnormal one. The normal thing is that you kind of just stay in touch with your family. That's the thing, though. Like, you hear just a mix of both. Loads of people, like, estranged from their family and just mm. don't want nothing to do with them. Yeah. I reckon it's probably a pretty even split. Yeah. If not, I, I think our family might be the more rare. Well, it's weird, because we have, we've got almost, like, a 
almost like a traditional kind of like Catholic thing going on. Mm. Um, even though we're not really a religious family at all. No. Um, but you know that strong kind of just commitment to family values or whatever. Yeah. Without like too much drama. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really know of any drama at all in our extended family. Yeah, nothing to the extent of like. Siblings. Like a member not, not of the family to... that's like secluded, or like siblings that won't interact. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. It's but it's common like there. Yeah, common as muck. Salmon Rocks XD, sorry XL says, I'd like to suggest an idea similar to the Jar Jar, in which viewers submit characters and you guys confirm or deny whether or not they are dibbies. The, re the reason for this being that the definition of a dibby has not been clearly defined. Can they talk? I mean in full sentences and stuff, like the penguins of Madagascar are supposed to be cute. I think this would be a very bad idea because there's not that many dibbies. Bruh. You can look You're at any, any movie and you... No, you can look at things and just be like, oh, it's a Dibby. No, but that's because you have a greater understanding than most as to what one is. Yeah, but this is the thing. It's being asked to us. So it's the, the jar would be the most predictable thing ever. So like Tank Dempsey is not a Dibby. Yeah. That's Richard Hammond is a Dibby. He's kind of the Dibby of Top Gear, I guess. Yeah, he's the Dibby of Top Gear, but he is not a Dibby. I say he's a Dibby. No. <laughs> well, that's what's interesting, right? Do they have to be a side thing and have no bare bearing on the plot? Baby Yoda, Gizmo from Gremlins, and even minions do stuff in their stories. Do they have to be creatures or animals? Could a human be a Dibby, a baby perhaps? Where's the line drawn? Could you go as far as suggesting that characters like Scooby-Doo or Garfield count? I admit that it feels wrong to suggest that, but they at least seem to fit some of the criteria. Sorry for the ridiculously long post. Scooby-Doo's not a Dibby. No, no. I, I'd say Scrappy Doo is a Dibby. The, I think the core, Fred the core design dibby. thought of a Dibby is cuteness. Yeah, they have to be designed to be like marketable and cute. Yeah, yeah, that is a core tenant. So it doesn't really matter if they can talk or if they affect the plot or not. It's mm -hmm. like if it's designed to be cute. Then it that's why inanimate it objects can be Dibbies, like that the Isetta, the BMW Isetta. Dibby car. It's a Dibby car. It is the, is like this a, pig a Dibby? That's tough because it looks kind of like wise. And wiseness is not normally yeah. a Dibby. Th but then that gets complicated because, like, is Yoda a Dibby? Yes. I don't think Yoda's a Dibby, but Baby Yoda absolutely is. Baby Yoda, Yoda 100% is. Yoda isn't cute. He's ugly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he does have Dibby behaviours. No, but they're not cute. They're funny. They're hmm. funny and like a little bit like if 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 he was doing the shit to you that he does to Luke in episode five, five. it will be just like annoying. This little green old man like stealing your eating your Mars bar. bar. <laughs> be like, no, fucking get off. That's mine. Yeah, that is a dibby. That is a dibby quantity. Stealing food. Argy is a dibby, and he fucking stole an entire piece. Argy is a Dibby, and if you want a Dibby, Argy is for sale. <laughs> no, he's not for sale, he's free. He's free, he's free. come <laughs> and take him away. Um, God, this is a dodgy name. Hide the children now. What are your favourite or least favourite interactions with strangers in online games? If Jarlings find you in-game, what should we do? No, no, on, no, no, it's just like, I want to find a Jarling in Apex. I want to be on a squad of a Jarling, because that'll be the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Though. 
Well, no, because it's house, and our names on Apex, our clan is called Jar. Jar House, clearly that's me. Jar True. Mama is clearly the MILF of Jar. And I'm what, premium boy? <laughs> that's really obvious if you're a Jar listener. Yeah, that that one is. But Mama. Yeah. Nah, it's just like, if, if, you're, if you've, ma- you've been pa- paired against two people, Mama and House, and they both got Jar, it's probably me and Jamie. I've had that on um, Halo before. Like when I've been playing the Master Chief Collection, gotten like a message and been like, "Oh, I like the Jar cast or whatever." Yeah. Now yeah. be really aggressive to us. Just if you're in a squad of us, no, just that's what people horrible. do. Though that's what they did. They just kept killing me over and over again because I'm not that good. So it's just like just <laughs> shitting all over me and teabagging me. That's not. <laughs> no, that's that's not not what to do. Like yeah, boost no, our let, no, bo- yeah, bo- let's boost kills on you. Yeah. Yeah. Invite invite me to like a two v one v one lobby in a in um Modern Warfare two and let me get a nuke off you. <laughs> <laughs> what about like favorite or least favorite interactions with strangers? Then I don't like interactions with strangers. I've had some good ones on Apex. Angry European people. Who no, you, Europeans are so funny because they're so cringy. They don't realize how cringy they are, but they're so funny. I was um in a really horrible way. When I was playing Apex the other day, I was like playing as Caustic, and like I was doing like the cringy voices <laughs> and impressions, and it was like really pissing this guy off. <laughs> and he kept like doing the mimic thing, <laughs> like just doing like something cringy. I would say back, yeah. <laughs> and I have to like keep muting to like laugh. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's some of my favorite on. Uh, no, your 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 favorite is um, yeah raids on Destiny. That's some pretending to be girl. That's that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's my thing. On it started in um Rainbow Six. Oh God, Rainbow Six had the Just worst. Like, oh my yeah, God, they were actually horrible. the worst community. <laughs> horrible people. <laughs> um, but my my thing would be like get into a lobby instantly type like hey, hey, I'm a gamer girl <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like um, don't judge me if I'm bad lol and like the simps the simpism it was like the cringiest shit dude what would people do I message you no the worst one was on Apex when I was playing with James no we have explained the story the, the guys are like oh you're just playing hard to get oh, yeah. when he said that and he was like, put your mic on, I can see you got a mic. And I was like, this is I don't like this. Maybe we were just fucking like, pissing ourselves in the Discord corner. It's just yeah, like, this like, is disgusting. No, but like, it's, it's just like, I, f- I really feel sorry for girl, actual girl gamers. Yeah. It's like... I understand, like, not, like, including it in your profile in any way. Yeah. God, yeah, if you just I wanna, wouldn't. Especially Jesus. if you're into games like Apex or COD or yeah. Siege or whatever. Which obviously, you know, it's like... There's like a 50-50 split. It's not all guys. That, that's no, not the case there's at no all. Way it's 50, there's, there's no a way lot. It's 50 there's split. a big split. No, I admit there's probably a lot, but there's no way it's 50-50. Maybe no, not 50-50, no 50, 50, but it's not like a 10%. It's not like it's there's no girl gamers. It's just, well, yeah, you just can't gamers. blame them for like not wanting to... Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, like, why does your gender have to be in part of it? Like, well, that, you that's, you that's, the, that's the beauty of video games and being social on them mm-hmm. it's like you you can reveal or not reveal as much as you like yeah that's why i always always lean to just being a little 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 trickster mm. you are absolutely a trickster yeah give you any amount of anonymity and 
you're just fucking with people. And <laughs> <laughs> just on the wind up. Yeah, yeah, the thing I, is, you should be doing it in real life as well. No, because there might actually be repercussions in real life. Like, yeah. you might upset the wrong person. You might upset a yeah, Yakuza like a member. Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> At least, oh, then, but then again, I've read, just the other day I was reading about someone who, like, got so irrationally angry at someone who, like, teabagged him in Counter-Strike. He actually hunted him down and murdered him. Like, he actually killed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Over fucking Counter-Strike. Yeah. People get... The thing is, is, like... I understand being, like, really angry at that sort of thing. Because mm. it can be frustrating. Like, when you're like, you didn't even deserve that! Yeah. Yeah, and you're, you're like, playing the mind games in your head, like, oh, if this was a 1v1, I'd destroy him. <laughs> oh, it's nothing to do with me. My team is not propping me up whatsoever. Mm. It's like, okay, my ego's saved. But if if you get angry enough from a game where after it's all said and done, you've turned off the game, you're actually hunting someone, and you're, like, <laughs> finding them across the country. It's like... Uh-huh. There's some, yeah, there's other issues. How, going how have on. you stayed angry for that long about yeah. that thing? Yeah, surely you get to the, the 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 plane to buy tickets. You know, like yeah, no, this is not worth it. This is just a teabagging. Well, yeah. Like, why am I spending three hundred dollars to go fucking murder a guy? Yeah, I mean, I've never I've never been teabagged in a game and like remembered it past the end of that match. Yeah, you just leave and it's just like blank screen, Apex pack. Yeah, boom, dopamine. Yeah. Or even then, it, it almost becomes like a fun little meta game in and of itself. Sometimes, like yeah, back no, in, no Elden Ring. It's just like when you fuck a guy up, you, you do that. You oh just, yeah, you, when the same guy keeps like invading and they got the same name mm-hmm. and like yeah, these little rivalries form. But it, that's all it is, though. It's just like a game. It's like that's what it always yeah. is to me. It never really gets under my skin too much, unless like I've had some bad ones on Destiny where people are just like they've been such assholes, such dicks. Just for no reason. Just like, like it, whenever like you die and you have to like wipe the squad wipes, like the stat screen will come up and be like, show who's doing what damage. Mm-hmm. So if you are the one not doing like the right amount of damage, they're like, then it's like swarm on that guy. Yeah, yeah. Just be a dick to that guy. What are you doing? What the fuck are you actually doing? So let's just chill out. It's supposed to be like a team, a team building exercise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a fucking video no, but that, game. That's what it comes down to because, like, when people fail, it's like, can't be my fault. Mm-hmm. I'm perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, it can't be me. I've grinded for a hundred hours to get this helmet. It cannot yeah. be me. I've got a gun that is better <laughs> than theirs. It's not me. Touch grass. Yeah, just accept being shit at video games. Yeah, being so shit at video games is great. But to to answer the question for me, Dark Souls Fight Clubs, Elden mm. Ring Co-op. That that's like the best it gets. Yeah. Yeah, because we finally we made that little video about Elden Ring, like invaders and stuff. We're over yeah. that hump now. Yeah, we're in the we we're, we're now at a level where when people invade us and try and fight us, they get swarm by like three level yeah, like fifty yeah. fives. It's just like we 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 be. Sometimes able to. they just give up because they're like clearly looking. Well, for... we've had people not even like try to fight us and just kill jump themselves. off the edge. Yeah, but I guess they know that it's just like they're clearly just trying to play the game together. So just like okay, well it's not what I want, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna kill. Myself. Yeah, I respect those people. Yeah, that's because yeah. we were at the way a Lucaria Academy where it's like an actual fight place, mm-hmm. and they just see us and they're like. Oh. Okay. Racing games are pretty bad for that shit as well. 
Really? Yeah, because it's just like, oh, he overtook me, so I'll slam into him in the next corner and ruin his... Oh, just, and just ruin it for both of you. Yeah. Like, scorched it. But then yeah. it's just like, then you become so good at deflecting it, you just, um, you take a wider line, so they just go straight past you into the barrier. And it's like, nice. That is lame. That's such a, like, pathetic, <laughs> well, if I'm going down, you're going down too. So annoying. <laughs> And when and when they they try to take you down with them and they fail, they get angry at you for mm. not for you having the intelligence to avoid them. So like, that was always like how I knew I'd got under someone's skin is if you get that message. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you've annoyed someone to the no, world. it's on the Xbox 360 when it yeah. was a voice message. That's when that's the <laughs> oh, goal. Shit, yeah. All the pictures. <laughs> that was like the golden era. <laughs> Oh no, no! The the best era is Modern Warfare Two because obviously oh when when games are good, when you create a match, you enter the pre-game lobby with the same people. She'd have these ten mi- matches of just like the most vile, like angry gamer stuff. But it was funny because it by like ten you were kind of like friends. It was like, yeah, that was Modern Warfare Two. Also lined up with like pretty extreme era internet too. Yeah, yeah. like no filters, just mm-hmm. total. Bedlam. Yeah, but when where the mic quality was bad, so nothing was ever uh-huh. clear. So yeah, yeah, it was just and they weren't. They didn't have like, like just banned features in the way you do now, where it's like way more about limiting interaction now. Like certain words are banned. So it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of actually, Keanu meme says, "Can you guys do a COD campaign tier list?" I can't really t- partake in okay. this. Okay, okay. I you guys number can. one, number one, Black Ops. Really? Black that's Ops, the one I did play. That's had a very good campaign. And it was you fun. You played Black it? Ops? Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah. When? I even, um, I even did some of it on a veteran. That was a stupid idea. That game yeah. is horrible on veteran. Yeah, that's cold bad. Awful, awful, terrible design. Um, terrible. So I'd probably say Black Ops 1... I d- I'm not. I'm forgetting all the later cards like Advanced Warfare because that's when the yeah. campaigns really dipped off. So I'd probably say Black Ops 1, co- the original COD 4... Yeah. A very good campaign. Yeah. Um, uh, Modern Warfare 2 has got to be up there. Modern Warfare 2, just goofy just and fun. Um, actually, no, I'm going to change this a little bit. Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, COD 4, Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty 2, Big Red 1, Call of Duty 1, Finest Hour, and then Modern Warfare 3 onwards. And he agrees or disagrees there? I disagree with Black Ops 2. I think Black Ops 2 has a great amount of repl- replayability, yeah. but your beef of it is the advance, is like the future thing. You got sick of the future setting a lot quicker than everyone else. That, that was, like that was s- the second, like the second like, I saw that, I was like, oh. That's just the way God's going. Yeah. But I'm, I think that, that that game had some good old like Black Ops era It does, stuff, it, but really that, that stuff. stuff I loved in the campaign. Yeah. The second it was like future stuff and the last levels, you're you're in like a jet or something. Yeah, you're doing wingsuiting stuff. It was really bad. But it had good replayability because it had like yeah. options and ca- branching stuff. Yeah, that stuff's cool. It's I think for that, it is quite a good campaign, but it's just not Black Ops 1. Black Ops 1 was just c- creative and it had the best everything. I mm. thought you didn't mind the Modern Warfare reboot. Uh... Maybe not as far as a story, but like level design or whatever. Yeah, it had some f- interesting bits. I'd probably yeah, say it's... that's like uh, the same level as um, Big Red One. It's just got some stuff that's like this would be really interesting if you 
took an interesting stance in any way. But、mm. you're depicting this stuff, and I don't think your heart's in the right place.、Mm. It's more about just like, like what's a cool set piece. It's, yeah, it's, it's just to do with that edgy modern warfare aesthetic of being spec ops and going like, in and all that. It's nice. It seemed like a game like Modern Warfare Two got that tone more right. If it's going for the stupid, that's when it made the flip. Like after Black Ops is when it made that goofy、um, Michael Bay flip. Like Black Ops One、yeah. was so serious and it was like funny for that. There was a bit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But like the original COD Four does that spec op story super well because it it's like it has its like kind of silly bombastic moments, but it's kind of believable. Like all gillied up is like a, a le- one of the most legendary missions in any、mm-hmm. game because it but it did, did it well because it it was no bombastic. It was there was nothing, and that's what made it good because you were sneaking. It was the change of gameplay, and that's what made gave that level like its atmosphere and how tense it was. Yeah, and that game just did everything well. From an outsider's perspective, it does seem like the first Modern Warfare is like the one. Yeah, yeah, and just the, the way they handled story and tone with Modern Warfare One, it doesn't irk me in the the same way. The, there's none of this like they're they're trying so hard to be serious and dramatic and cool with the new Modern Warfare. With the the original, it just sort of felt like like this is just it. This is these guys doing these missions. Yeah, the tone was a bit more appropriate. And I think、yeah. the, the 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 thing that campaign does is the contrast between the Spec Ops SAS team and the American team, where it's just like yeah, the logic's not there. They're going into a place where they know there's nukes, like full yeah, let's go, and it backfires. It's like that story has more beats to it, and it's like the whole AC one thirty mission isn't supposed to be fucking cool. It's like. You're literally murdering people in a gunship. Like it's supposed to echo real footage to be like this is fucked up.、Mm-hmm. Like Ray Civic does a good video on the whole game that is worth watching if you. Yeah, yeah that, that is a good really、video. good video. That is good video. Yeah, like th- that, 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 and I know they remastered it, and it's probably the one to play if you want to play the story. But that is like the the pinnacle COD campaign for like the modern era. So what I liked about Black Ops was having it be the the like period piece thing. Yeah. Whereas I was kind of put off the like. Bit like too close to home, the, the modern warfare thing to me. Yeah, yeah. No, I, Black Ops does that very well, and I think it has. Yeah, the, the, the dramatization and all the like Cold War brainwashing, Russian brainwashing. Yeah, that's、stuff. fun. That's making it like kind of pulpy. Yeah, and it's yeah. I I love that game. Yeah, I've, I've absolutely love it. The only problem with trying to replay it now is it's like. Also, I didn't mention World at War. Yeah, that's World of War is is quite good as well,、mm. but PC port、good. is terrible.、So. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like even with Black Ops, the PC port is not that great. Yeah, it's more playable though. Yeah, but COD Four is just the one. That's the COD to play because it's got the characters. All the characters are generally cool.、Mm. Captain Price, iconic. We're on these kind of lines. Team Actimel says, "Howdy, lads." I remember you're watching your as bad as they say vid on Red Dead Online and being as hopeful for the game as you were. Unfortunately, since then, Rockstar have all but abandoned the game. Do you still check in and play it every once in a while, or has it completely died for you too? Thanks. Nah, that's done. Yeah. Yeah. After my latest playthrough, I I started popping in every now and again, and I was like, they they started doing something. And if they'd have just kept going, yeah, they just they just abandoned shit. They、now. got they got、yeah. gooned. 
They were like, they got gooned by the the fucking revenue GTA was making. Yeah. Nothing. But it's the thing, nothing will ever compete with GTA 5 Online. Yeah. No game in the future will ever make GTA 5 Online. I don't GTA get why, did, why they money. just go, why they just abandon it instead of seeing like, there's still money to be made. It's just not all the money. Yeah. Like what yeah. is wrong with that? But they could put those devs on GTA. Yeah, and that's what they and did. maximize more profit. Mm-hmm. It like, just seems crazy though to abandon a community like that because it's not yeah, like yeah. it's not like Red Dead. So it's like different markets. It's a di- it's mm-hmm. different. And the Red Dead dudes, Red Dead fans, really dedicated. Like yeah. they love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could, there was so much potential there, but I think mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually the other day checked on the um, Red Dead Online like subreddit, and the, it's sad, man. Mm-hmm. People being like. It's nearly a year anniversary since the last update. What do you think they're going to do? <laughs> what do you think they're going to drop for the year? Don't get your hopes up, man. New can of beans. That's what you're going to get. Yeah. The thing is, you know, it, it was fun as hell when we played it. Mm-hmm. But, but apparently this... even Red Dead 1's like online is like more lively in terms of like... We played the hell out of that stuff. That, no, that was the that was the type in the year where it was just like there's n- there's no content. You have to make your own fun, and we made our own fun. Yeah, it was but, true sandbox shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's with like really light kind of progression. Mm-hmm. Like you could get the new horses and stuff, and you start with a donkey or whatever. It's kind of no, funny. No, it was just yeah, like that, why down on the donk on the zebra. It was also was like, like broken. Like there were just like <laughs> modders and fucking hackers everywhere. <laughs> Well, yeah, we we all have modded and um, saved. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's Moria. Moria. Dog, dog guns. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Um, run. Um, let's do this one from Mako Tonijima11. Did any of you ever go through an edgy right-wing anti-SJW phase when you were younger? I personally did, and looking back, it was quite embarrassing. Stick'em up replied to it saying, early Jarcast a little bit, but that was pretty much everyone in 2016. I did. Yeah, I, I, I did. reckon we all did. No, but I think I was the most obvious, like, yeah, fuck these SJWs, fuck these cringe, they're so cringe, feminism, no, you, more like fucking lame. forget, man, it was just all content online was just that, yeah. around that era. Um, everyone partook in it. And it was like a case of, it was kind of, I wasn't educated on politics, and it's like, obviously but, now I'm going to look back and be like, yeah, I was stupid. Like, now I've got very concrete beliefs and that I, I, I am the way I am, and I, I truly believe in what I feel. But also, stuff felt more explosive back then. It was like like a, a domino effect, but every dom- the next domino was always bigger. Mm. You know? Well, that was kind of like early, like... Was Joe Rogan was going crazy... Um, the the intellectual dark web <laughs> was forming. <laughs> your um, like your Dave Rubens and shit. They were like building this yeah, platform yeah, yeah. off of this idea of like humongous is like j- just the start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Where it's just like... but the, the, that that's the thing. Like the the woman that said humongous was assaulting her or whatever. She did a disservice to, like the, to assault, you know, mm. saying that him him well, making a thing. joke it's about like being that fat. Is, yeah, it's like so. So then you see that thing, and then suddenly anyone like 
yeah. it, it, it gets put under that that banner. Yeah, well, it always happens. Yeah. Like the the vocal minority often it just like is used as the example to dictate an entire group of something. Mm-hmm. Um, even though obviously it doesn't work like that, and it's way more complicated and not that simple. What I would say is yeah. it's like we yeah. were all cringy in that era, but if you're still watching SJW cringe compilations in 2022... Well, ben Shapiro-owned <laughs> compilations. Yeah, just like yeah. look at yourself in the mirror. Come on. Do better. Mm. Like if that time's passed, you know, get some no, sense. It's back, man. It is, but this is why people need to realise that it was like... No, it's just that drama the other week... Um, uh, libs of TikTok or whatever. It's huge. Oh, this, yeah. con- this content, it never went away. No. It's still there. It just became a... They've become... Like, Steven Crowder's, like, a huge channel. He's got, like, yeah, three, yeah. four million subs. And he's but still... I, I feel like it's, it's like a pendulum swing thing, so the... Well, now there are actually examples of, like, the other side, I guess. Yeah. But even then, it's just so, like... It's so, like, extreme. It's always extreme. It's never, like... It's the internet, so obviously all the all the titles are like as, as extreme and eye grabbing as possible. It's mm-hmm. yeah, the libs of TikTok is, is society's crumbling. Lightyear is an example of society it's like, just don't falling e- apart at it seems. It like, begins there. With any type of politics, you can't assume the most what you see is like all left or all white. Mm-hmm. Then the most extreme fucking loud groups, and it's just like mm-hmm. most people just especially because like reasonable. This stuff online, it's so dictated by what's happening in America, mm. especially like yeah. it doesn't necessarily reflect like what what's going on here. Even though there is like just a constant bleed over, and it it does bleed over into real life in kind of weird, fucked up ways. Um, but that whole like real edginess, craziness, for me, like the big turning point was when these like actual like terror attacks start happening in the name of like these memes and mm. and that kind of extreme like oh it's like fuck <laughs> it's something to definitely there's loads of videos on it like diving into like the reasons and what is sort of coming mm-hmm. off these websites and all this yeah it's something you kind of need to become educated on because obviously there's genuine will within this SJW ironic meme culture that is very real radicalization that is leading to people being killed. Mm. And this is a serious thing and people need to fucking identify when they're consuming stuff that leads there. Because Facebook is super bad for it now. And it's just identifying when it starts to become not a well, yeah. meme shit anymore. But like right when you like convince yourself that that's just done or whatever, you'll stumble across some random like super cringy Twitter profile that's like if you found yourself on on this account, just know that I'm an SJW counter destroyer. <laughs> like I found one like a few months ago. I was like, well, I guess people are still still on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there are there's a type of person that looks back and can never think that they were wrong ever. Yeah, it's like well, I. I be- I believed it, so I have to believe it. I feel like that yeah. that is a part of radicalization. Like you can't go back on something you mm-hmm. believe. Yeah, it's a fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because stuff moves so far. Like it's it's like five years ago. What was expected and what was said online is is is, is even crazily different to now. Let alone even further than that. Yeah. Um. Especially when you are like a teenager or your early twenties, like you are a moron. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're actually so dumb. Yeah, I was thick as shit. Um, yeah, and uh, when I'm 40, I'm going to think, man, when I was 24, mm-hmm. I was so stupid. At least you hope so. So stupid. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm 25 in like a few days, and I'm already thinking, man, when I was 24, I was so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It, it's yeah. always about looking back and, and like actually... Self-reflecting. Yeah. Not like critiquing yourself, but just using your experiences and mm-hmm. perspective to sort of ground yourself. Well, speaking of like Red Dead, I remember like when that game came out, there were these weird videos. There's like a section with the, it's like a civil rights like protest in that game. And there were all these videos of people like tying up women from the protest and putting yeah, them on the train yeah. tracks. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of sad that the mm. term SJW is even a thing because social justice really should be something you want. <laughs> yeah. You actually want, but it's it's just like the phone bad thing where it's like real, like true points are still like valid, even if it's become this like weird meme thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just any like discourse, politics online, it's just an actual fucking shit show, man. Mm-hmm. It's actually just... Got to detach. It's also wacky though, considering like we've mentioned this, like it's kind of been a trend lately. But the internet we grew up on was so fucking edgy. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> and that shit does have an effect. Mm-hmm. It all does. Like the media you consume, and um, when a lot of it is edgy jokes on the internet, it's like it's like desensitization to feelings. I don't know. No, the thing, the, the thing to remember is that the, the way they a lot of far white stuff now gets you is memes. Memes are the entry point. If you you can portray a, a somewhat far white view as a really light hearted meme, if people are retweeting that and they don't see that it is, it can be more. So it starts. It's all meme. Memes are the way it's all done now. You've got to be fucking aware of what these memes are. Meme chat is more necessary than ever. Yeah, is what you're saying. Because it's, I've seen them before. It's like, oh, it's just a meme. Yeah, but you're normalizing well, this, this. Yeah, it's this, the um, it's the irony defense or whatever. Yeah, like where is where is that line? Where does yeah. it end? Hmm. And I don't know. I can't give you an answer. Honestly, just anime. Just just remove yourself from anime communities, and you'll probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the anime P- PFP. No, it is because it's like you got to remember, 4chan is an anime website. It might be known for B, but it started as an anime website. So naturally, there's a huge overlap between people who love anime and the far white. <laughs> That's it. James is getting cancelled. But two, I love anime. <laughs> who doesn't nowadays? I love Initial D. I love Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Um, let's do one more. Uh, 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 no, not that one. Uh, How about this one? Okay. From Poopy Come Man. I feel like you guys have gotten more and more Ooh. pessimistic over time, as you don't really seem to be excited for Stargate, which is sad to see. I guess they meant Starfield. <laughs> um... <laughs> Stargate. 
I'm I'm pr- I'm I'm well, very <laughs> optimistic. Wait, is that the end of the question? That was it. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, no, you can't <laughs> but you can't be optimistic about Bethesda games when they they're so frequently yeah, but he just might so actually shit. he might actually just mean Stargate though. That's what Stargate was like a TV show yeah. from like yeah the yeah where like the the Stargate opens and you go through like a portal. And then there's an alien. Is Stargate coming back? Yeah, I guess so. But, I'm really optimistic about the Stargate. I I prequel. would agree with what they said for James. What do you mean? You've you've got a five year plan. Do you know that's a, that's a joke? No, it is James, honestly, James no, honestly no, okay, believes we, we, that the world is coming to a close no, in five no, no, years. No, 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 Type thing, Doomer. yeah, yeah, pretty much. But that's what I was saying though about like the irony thing. Which, so what do you, but we got we've got to be honest. Point. Like climate change is gonna start start smacking us bad within the next fifteen years. This is the pipeline James always yeah. goes on. Though. No, he no. Do you dis- do you disagree that within fifteen years we're not gonna feel the effects of climate yeah, change? Fifteen years that beats five, man. No, but yeah, we, you agree that it is going to happen, and that yeah. there's going to be droughts, change. there's going to be floods, it's going to be pain. Like that's a reality we can't escape from. But what so fuck it, by law, rules, set up websites, drift. Yeah, five year plan. It, it won't be quite the same. It will be mean? like no, but this is the thing: we don't actually know what's going to happen. The research and the 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 predictions, we don't know if they're going to come true because it's like. We're dealing with real shit here. We can predict the best we can, but we don't actually know what 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 the actual event. Yeah, what is about be. when in um, 2030 when we find um, a Prothean artifact on Mars? I will. Then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in that case, the eight-year plan is we we no. Then the Asari will given be given a couple zeros on the end. Yeah. Yeah. When the Asari show up, then that's game over. No, but it's just yeah. like the whole five-year plan. Besides being ironic, it's like. The next, the next, right now, the next five years of your life should be the most optimistic, and that you should enjoy those five years the best you can. Well, you might not have five years after that. It's supposed to be the like takeaway of um everything everywhere all at once, where like it starts with like a character that's like nothing matters, this is fucked, and then it ends with them being like nothing matters, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything's fucked. But it's always fucked, you know? It's always been fucked. Yeah, and it's going to be fucked from here on out. But it's like, as long as I'm not yeah, getting there, fucked, there was never, fine. There was never a time where it wasn't fucked. It's just now we're like, we're always seeing all the fuckery that's happening all the time. So yeah, you're so never giving yourself a chance I mean. away from it. F- social mm. media bad. Oh my God. Re- re- social media bad? <laughs> um, Five year plan. I'd say I'm more optimistic now. Than um, I was when I was younger. Okay, no, there's ways to keep. Like, I'm optimistic about myself. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, life's good. But I'm not optimistic about what I see. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's it's like me as an individual. Why am I? Why would I be carrying like the weight of all of humanity on my shoulders? So I can only do so much. Yeah, I'll do yeah, what I, I can. can. Only go in my goon. Heinz beans can in the recycling. I've done my <laughs> bit. <laughs> I'm done there. I'm gonna. Drive my 
diesel <laughs> my, <laughs> like one mile to the gallon sports car to Tesco every day. Yeah, to get like a bag of beans to then recycle the beans. <laughs> yes. I'm, gonna I'm doing my bit. I'm going to sit in the McDonald's car park revving my engine. Don't. Yeah, no, 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 don't. 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 <laughs> Do you know that? No, we honestly went to McDonald's and this fucking stupid kid in his stupid shitty fucking diesel Seat with no front bumper, mind. Had no yeah. fucking front bumper. Every so often was wedlining it. But then he started this whole thing where like 10 cars were going. <laughs> it was like deafeningly loud. So we were there about half hour and every, literally the car was running the whole time and he was webbing it. It's just like, I just want to take a fucking Molotov cocktail and fucking set his dumb little shitty sea out on fire. Because no, that is, he's being a cunt. Like unnecessary pollution because he's fucking webbing a shitty fucking little black sea out. I know your number plate, you dickhead. Did you memorize it? Yep. Cool. And it's like, what? No, no, honestly, if you go to McDonald's, turn your fucking car off. Turn your fucking car off, honestly. Woo! I can. Ah! <laughs> no, but no, we got we to gotta end on this one, and you need to be here, James. Because it, it, it references you. Oh, shit, this one's huge. Because there was. No, this is like. On, instead of Stargate, or whatever that you meant, this guy actually has some feedback about our. um. Starfield discussion, which we oh, can end no. on. Oh, I need a pin. James Eric says, I commented this on YouTube, but I wanted to leave it here as well. Since I'm a piece of shit glutton for attention from people on the internet who make a weekly podcast. Sorry if this isn't... Whatever. On the scope of the game, this is in reference to Starfield, Tog claimed the maps are indeed planetary scale and you can land anywhere on them. They're using procedural generation, but he claims if you want... If you don't want to land on the less curated planets, you don't have to. He did preface, however, that the game has more handcrafted content than any of their previous games, as 200,000... Their games had, like, none. <laughs> it had 200,000-plus voice dialogue lines, which is about twice as much as Fallout 4, or triple that of New Vegas, and I think that includes um, those games with their DLC. I thought the comment that James made on the leveling system was a bit weird, saying it looks worse than New Vegas's systems, which gave so much freedom in making builds, but it's basically just Skyrim's system, question mark, which is known for the variety of builds you can create. Definitely more known for its character build potential than New Vegas. The weirdest part of the discussion to me was about how you guys Ooh. talk about the gameplay. Saying games like Outer Worlds and New Vegas or Skyrim have shit gameplay and that Starfield may be similar. What's this uber vague gameplay you're talking about in reference to those games? Is it gunplay? Because that's not entire, not the entirety of gameplay. When people say nobody plays these games for the gunplay... They are saying that other parts of the open world Bethesda RPG are so alluring that the subpar combat isn't enough to dent their experience. Do you play Bethesda games for their combat, or do you play them for their sense of discovery, that feeling when you find a new dungeon, or character, or quest, or weapon, that addicting gameplay loop of, I'll just complete one more quest, or do you not consider any of that gameplay? And with all that said, I feel the combat in a Bethesda game are adequate enough to feel feed into the rest of the gameplay loop, at least to some extent except for Oblivion and its awful level scaling. Starfield looks like the best the combat's ever been in one of Bethesda's games. The animations look pretty good, and there seems to be more verticality in combat with things like jetpacks and low gravity. People keep complaining that the shooting isn't like Doom Eternal or whatever, when shooting is most of all that Doom has going for it, as well as them being completely different genres, whereas combat is just one system in something like Starfield. So yeah, obviously... I'm a bit more interested in Starfield than you boys. Not to say I have concerns, 
With, Beth- with Bethesda's past, I especially worry the performance will still be an annoying problem. The scale, the deepened RPG elements, the customization, the leap in tech from their previous games, and a clear inspiration from RPGs of the past like Daggerfall are reasons enough for a BGS fanboy pussy bitch like myself to be interested. Thoughts? Okay, so there's caves. There's abandoned buildings. How do you get between the two? What things are there in between those? Monsters. Enemies. The the gameplay between going to location to location is the gunplay or the melee play. But, but the, the, the gameplay is all of it and all of it is boring. <laughs> <laughs> in every Bethesda game. No, and Elden, Elden Ring has highlighted this. Like, What's the sense of discovery when every single thing is popped up on your minimap? You know? Like nothing is designed to be missed. It's all just put out there, you know? I think it's more of a thing of, like, I don't care when I find a new, like, gun or sword or whatever in these games because when you're using it, it feels shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's the the thing. The whole whole thing about Fallout 4 is, like, the craft... Like, you said that one of the best things about it was the craft building weapons. The weapons feel like fucking shit. So why would I go out my way to craft these weapon upgrades when it feels like shit? Yeah. Like if- well, that that's the thing. Like the loop can fall apart when one bit is, shit. is not good. Like Metal Gear Solid did the whole weapon crafting thing, and that gameplay was yeah. But again, fun. that 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 was like an optional thing. There's enough yeah, stuff going exactly. on. Exactly. Metal Gear was propped up by its gameplay. Its world and discovery was the weak bit. Like there, the- there is an inherent satisfaction to like discovering places in. Bethesda games. Like, the whole thing has, them. with Bethesda games, and it's like, I'm specifically, specifically going to reference New Vegas, is that it's like environmental storytelling. You go into a shack and it tells you a story. Metro, Metro mm-hmm. Exodus does this very well. Yeah. Really well. Really well. And it's like, you. that's why you go to these locations, because you're getting, like, you're building a world of these little stories. Yeah. But I found that, especially in Fallout 4, that wasn't didn't interest me at all. And I'm not going to play the shit gunplay to get to these bits when they're not that very good. So you're just doing really kind of subpar shit. Hence why that game is just mediocre. And but, it's like the the thing about if they're generally saying that that that's bullshit. The whole first part of that, of what Todd Howard said, is bullshit. Like let's be real. The the planets could be planet sized, but there's going to be one location on them. Like why would you go when there's nothing there? There's no environmental like storytelling stuff or whatever. But that's just like No Man's Sky. It's like that does not appeal to me because it's clearly not going to be crafted the same way New Vegas was. New Vegas, small map filled with interesting things. Loads of different planets are not going to be interesting to me. Why should I go into that that planet? Why? What's going to draw me in? New Vegas drew me in because it was like abandoned thing. You go in there, it's like a there's a whole story about the robots that and all this camp. Mm. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? I, I guess you need to be sucked into an environment to want to go explore it. When you just see a cave in Skyrim, it's just like it's a mine. Like what? Yeah. What? What unique story is going to be told in that mine? Yeah, especially when the stories a lot of the time they can have a good story attached to this cave, but if it's just like opening a note and reading it, it's kind of boring. Yeah, that's kind of like a review of your imagination more than the game. Like you're filling in so many of the blanks. It's like so. What? So like what part? Yeah. Am I giving credit to? Yeah, and and like which which bit of this big like round thing that is the gameplay 
is really propping it up because in my experience with Bethesda, it's not the narrative. It's not how you engage with the narrative through like dialogue options because they're, they're both not very Mm -hmm. good. The like when walking from place to place, like they don't, they don't have interesting movement systems. Mm -hmm. Like new Vegas. We all agree the gameplay shit. We all agree, like, it's shit. Yeah, it's all shit apart from engaging with the narrative. That's why, and that's why you play. Yeah. So, and the the the, uh, the Bethesda games never did that right. It's not engaging to do that, to engage with the narrative. Yeah. But the gameplay's the same as New Vegas, so it's also shit. It also just starts for me at just a, a game feel thing. It's like a big deal for me. Mm. And it, but yeah. Elden Ring. The games notoriously run horrendously, though. Yeah. Like really weird frame rates, inconsistent frame rates, and then when you put on top of that, like the way that AI interacts with you, and like it's yeah, I, I get like yeah, I saying that you can enjoy it while admitting that the like actual <laughs> the gunplay is bad, but like you're you're doing a a lot of gunplay and a lot. If it makes yeah. up like fifty to seventy percent of the game. That needs to be the best thing of the game because it's what you'll do most. And Bethesda have never done that well. But something like Elden Ring, as you said, does all of that. Yeah, really but well. The game feel is amazing. Because they, they've stuck well. with a formula that mm-hmm. works and they've just improved that. So it's just going to be good because they, the, they got experience of that system. Yeah, they, they, they nailed exploration with that. So that that's the main thing. Like the... The main reason I compare Elden Ring specifically because there are, there are other open world games like James said Metal Gear, which is held up by its gameplay. There's The Witcher, like New Vegas, totally held up by the narrative. But yeah. the other open world game that is held up by exploration, which hadn't really existed, I don't think, until Elden Ring. Because like, The Witcher had like exploration, but it was handled in a very different way, where you just go to like a it was more like the Arkham thing. You got your your vision thing. And it yeah, like well, you, you go you. to the the signpost, and then once you get that, it just puts everything on the map. Whereas like Skyrim, you need to sort of walk out into the wilderness, and then when you get close enough to something, like it, a pop, it pops appears, up on yeah. your compass. But I guess it works in The Witcher because you're playing as Geralt in that world. Well, yeah, exactly. So going to the thing as a, a bounty hunter, you know, yeah. Witcher makes sense. Yeah, so that and works. Th- in th- the that's game. something I never really. Engage much with in The Witcher. Mm. I did the quests and the and the main but stuff. Like I did, yeah. I did like exploring because the world was good. That's definitely so a yeah, thing. That, like when I when I'm specifically talking about it in the way what I'm looking for. That's why I couldn't get into The Witcher personally. Is because that that core gameplay was not like scratching an itch. Yeah, just like Fallout Four didn't. Yeah, and then you got like Far Cry is another example of like it not doing any like Far Cry. What open world game? What why what 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 is there to engage you there? Well, the th- the thing with Far Cry is that it it has decent gameplay, game feel. Like, it has decent. They, they feel pretty yeah. good, so that's that's enough. But then you get tired of that because it doesn't do anything new. With yeah, that. yeah. But like Far Cry Three, because it fails in like exploration and stuff like that. Far, like Far Cry Three had the the characters. Yeah, that's that, why also it was the one that did it. Yeah, it's the, it was fresh it started it, at yeah. the time. Yeah, like, uh, I was over Skyrim by the time I finished Skyrim. And, like, I'm I, I'm glad people are excited, and I'm glad people like Bethesda games, but to me it's just, like, 
It's like tasty jam spread way too far on a massive bit of toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So it's actually just kind of dry and kind of not very kind of nice. rubs the root through your mouth just the wrong way. Because yeah. I, I feel like the way we game now is we all have a certain itch and we all have a game that itches that itch perfectly. Yeah. We have that shooter kind of really satisfying gameplay itch. Apex, we just play Apex. If you want that world and that, you got we play Elden Ring. So we have those games, and like, is Starfield gonna itch a specific itch we have? No, because there'll be games that do the specific itches better. Yeah, and Bethesda are not having a very good run at the minute. Yeah, they've really not proven themselves. And like, I can I can admit at the time, Skyrim, like, as much as I I, I don't like it. It, it was a bit, it was, it was huge. A deal it was a massive deal for the time. I think is that there, surely in. there's going to be a huge Skyrim thing this month, this year because it's the 11th anniversary. And judging it announced on 11th, 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 the 11th anniversary should be the big one. Mm. But they're probably not. They'll just re-release it. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the things that was not helpful to Bethesda was their commitment to sticking to Skyrim with all these remastered and relaunches. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, I don't know. Let us know your thoughts on um, Stargate. Stargate. <laughs> eh. <laughs> Should I try and do a poor eye busters? <laughs> it's actually something that's impossible. It took um, 10 special effects artists fucking 80 hours uh-huh. to get that shot right. What shot? <laughs> you know this. Way! Woo! Woo! Should we put it there? Woo! Okay, greaser. Woo! Call me a greedo. What are you racist you can't like say George Lucas? Sir. That's racist like George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs>